Music City, USA. Nashville, Tennessee is the subject of episode 81 of The Family Vacationer, and it starts now. Welcome to The Family Vacationer with Rob and Danny, the go-to podcast for families on the move. Welcome, friends. I'm Rob. And I'm Danny, and this is episode 81 of The Family Vacationer. Friends, do us a really huge favor. Tell your friends and your family about the podcast, and also, don't forget to hit the subscribe button. And we've got some really fun shows coming up, and we want all of you guys along for the ride. Now, last week, we had an interesting show that focused on a unique way to make new friends as an adult. Now, it's certainly not as easy once you're married with kids. And we also had a little checklist if you're considering going on vacation with friends you already have. Hopefully, that checklist will help keep that friendship going long after the vacation is over. That's right. Well, super excited for this week. Not only is Nashville one of my favorite cities, but it was also home for me for about 10 years through my undergrad and more. The city, though, has changed so much since I lived there. I can't wait to talk and learn more about some of the newer additions to the city and the surrounding area. And hey, if you're looking for a great place to study for you or your child, For their undergrad or their master's, there is no better place than Belmont University. Feel free to reach out to me. I love talking about Belmont. Rob at thefamilyvacationer.live. Mini commercial there, but Belmont is home. So no doubt when you hear someone talk about Nashville, it's connected to country music, and rightfully so. But there is a lot more to this city than just country music. Nashville's exploded with growth in the past 20 years, And there are so many cool and unique neighborhoods that are worth exploring. But if your primary reason is is going for the music, there's plenty in town to quench that particular thirst. Joining us today is Heather Middleton. Heather is the Senior Vice President of Marketing for the Nashville Convention and Visitors Corporation. She's been with the organization since 2004. Heather, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Definitely. Thanks for being on. So, Heather, when most people think of Nashville... They obviously think of country music, and rightfully so, but what makes Nashville a family travel destination? Well, you're right. Country music, obviously, is what we're known for, but there really is music of all genres that happen in Nashville, which is um, what makes it so um, such a creative creative hub. Um, So there are everything from attractions to food to music spots for families to enjoy, which is, I think, part of what makes it such a a fun family stop. So, uh, important question here. This is quasi-seriously. When did Nashville become the bachelorette capital of the world? When did that Mm -hmm. happen? (laughs) Well, we don't really know because we have never spent a penny on marketing to bachelorette. (laughs) Wow. And to be quite honest, it is only about 1% of our business. So, it is um, not anything what people expect. In right. terms of when I say that, when I give that stat, people are surprised. Yeah. I usually say, well, they're all kind of in one spot and they all dress alike and <laughs> they're all loud. Yes, so yes. we love them. We're glad they're here, but they really are a much smaller percentage of our business. Than it's hilarious. People. When I, I was there in the, let's see, starting in the early 90s <laughs> through, gosh, the turn of the century. Um, yeah. And it, it wasn't the case, but the times yeah. that I've visited since, yeah. it's like, oh my goodness, this is legitimately, yeah, they're it, everywhere. I, yeah. I guess it was probably, I don't know, maybe five or six years ago. Wow. A longer was when we saw that trend. Um, but yeah, we, it, it really happened very organically. Um, that, that's hilarious. Was, you know, yeah. 
I think the the Broadway free music is a big piece of why, and it's centrally located, which is great for anyone who travels, right? If you're meeting friends somewhere, for sure. yeah. you're going to find a place that's easy to um, for everybody to get to. So yeah. our location helps us. All right, Dan, I got us off track. Get, get us back on. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So I wanted to ask you, can you give the listeners a little bit of a roadmap of the town? You know, what are the different parts of town? And, and maybe could you highlight some of the family-friendly places to stay in those areas? Yeah. So we really are a city of neighborhoods. Um, we really think of, of Nashville as a town that is filled with neighborhoods that all kind of have their own distinct personality. Mm-hmm. Uh, downtown, obviously, um, a big entertainment district, a uh, big convention area. Uh, business area, but um, also, you know, there are our neighborhoods like East Nashville, which is a little more kind of funky, trendy, creative um, spot, creative part of town. 12 South, um, you know, you'll find a lot of families there. There are a lot of families that live in that neighborhood. There's great places to shop and eat uh, around there. There's um, Sylvan Park and the Nations, kind of that Charlotte Avenue corridor. Hillsborough Village and the Belmont area, um, which is kind of where Vanderbilt University and, and Belmont University sit, um, have, you know, shops and um, some hotels and places to eat. So there really is a neighborhood for kind of whatever experience you're looking for um, as a family or as an individual traveling. Mm-hmm. For sure. Well, as far as activities go, you mentioned that right away. Uh, Nashville has so many, but let's start with this. If you're coming to town to take in country music, I was telling Dan kind of offline, when I lived there, if you wanted to listen to country music, there weren't that many places to actually go (laughs) hear it. But now there is. So what are the best place? What's the best place in town to listen to music? And why is it the Ryman? I'm kidding. Right, right. Well, the Ryman is, you know... Music of all kinds. Um, obviously, it's just a premier venue, um, and some of it depends on if you're bringing kids, how old your kids are, and sure. where you might go. Um, one of my favorite spots is certainly the Bluebird Cafe. Your mm. kids would have to be a little older because it is one of those places where, you know, it's a listening room, and you're hearing songwriters perform their original music in a really intimate, small setting, and there's no no talking really. It's and they're serious the about that. They're militant um, about the no talking. <laughs> but it is, you know, I, I have, I mean, teenagers certainly would enjoy an For experience sure. like the Bluebird Cafe. Um, and it, again, that would also be, you know, not just country music. It would be, a, you would hear songwriters performing other genres as well. Um, you know, a lot of people don't realize during the day you can take your kids into the honky tonks mm. um, to experience that music um, during the, the daytime hours. Um, and, uh, the listening room cafe would be another good songwriting venue where a family could go in and have a meal. It's a little bigger than the bluebirds. Right. Um, and you could sit down and have a, have a meal and listen to some songwriters perform their, uh, original music and, um, enjoy that way. There's also a lot of free music. Um, in the summer we have musicians corner, which happens at Centennial Park and they have food trucks mm-hmm. and people bring chairs and blankets and, um, lots of families at, at events like that. And you have a new or well, relatively new amphitheater, right? We do. We have it right downtown, um, a new Ascend amphitheater. So there are certainly, you know, a wide variety of shows that, um, touring shows that come through and play at Ascend as well. Awesome. Well, and, and, yeah. And the arena, you know, obviously the, the arena here, um, you know, brings in a lot of big touring shows too. Right. 
what is her or what are some family activities in town that that might surprise some people? What, are, what they wouldn't expect? Yeah. So um, let's see. There, there are obviously a lot of historic sites, historic homes, presidential home. Andrew Jackson's home is here, which is um, a mm. great place for families to, to visit. Um, Bell Mead Historic Home and Winery has a great historic um, story. They are not a traditional Southern plantation home. That family made their money raising thoroughbred racehorses. Oh, wow. So just about every Kentucky, every um, entry into the Kentucky Derby every year can trace their lineage back to Bell Mead. So that's a really fun um, story, and there's all kinds of things that families can do on the ground. There's an ice cream shop, um, a, can, some can, a candy shop, that kind of thing, some games for kids to play. Um, the Lane Motor Museum often surprises people. It is um, one gentleman's personal collection of hundreds and hundreds of cars, and they are fun and quirky. There's no ropes around them. You're not, you know, they don't want you to come, like, touch them and get into them. Right. You can walk right up to the cars. Um, they are things that are, were maybe there were only a few of, it is one of the largest collections of European cars in the United yeah. States. Oh, wow. Um, and they have a fun play area for younger kids, um, as well. So that's a, a fun thing that people definitely don't expect. For sure. Um, the Parthenon is another, you know, any Percy Jackson fans out there who might've <laughs> seen, um, the Percy Jackson movie where, uh, they visit the Parthenon in, in Nashville. Uh, that's a, a fun stop for, for kids as well to learn about, um, you know, uh, Greek uh, history. And um, and it's just, an, it is within about an eighth of an inch of what the original Parthenon was in Greece. So there's some fun learning opportunities there. Of course, we have an incredible zoo, um, an art museum that has, the Frist Art Museum has a really neat interactive space where kids can go in and make art in oh, addition wow. to seeing what in the galleries and kids under 18 are always free at the first art museum, which is nice. Mm -hmm. Um, and adventure science center is, which is very hands-on, um, family, family stop as well. Um, so there are plenty of things for families to do in addition to outdoors, obviously parks, um, stand up paddle boarding, kayaking, all those kinds of things in the warmer months that are fun for families. Opryland has a water park now too, don't they? They do. They have a water experience is kind of how they, okay. they talk about it. <laughs> right. It's um, it's really incredible. It's indoor and outdoor. So okay. some of the slides go, you start indoor, you go outdoor and come back in. There's an outdoor pool as well as an indoor um, pool. There's a, a lazy river kind of um, experience in there. A surfing where you can kind of stand up and, and kind of surf the waves experience. Um, with, you know, food and beverage for the parents too <laughs> nearby. So, awesome. so the kids can kind of run and have a great time. Um, and there's always, you know, Gaylord Opryland always has family, um, seasonal family events happening. Um, during the summer, they do some seasonal events. During the holidays, they do a whole lot out there. Oh, it's beautiful during, during Christmas mm -hmm. for sure. Well, speaking of events, Nashville has a pretty high profile festival. I want to start with CMA Fan Fest. What are the different parts of the festival for fans that may have never attended that? Yeah, that's a great festival, and we're so happy it's coming back this year for the first time uh, since the pandemic. So we're excited it's here, coming up here in just a couple of weeks. And a lot of people don't realize most of those stages are free. Mm. Um, you don't have to have a ticket. You have to have a ticket to get into the nightly concert over right. at Nissan Stadium across the river. 
and you have to have a ticket for the um, Fanfare X, which is where there's some interactive experiences. You'll see artists in there. But most of the stages, and there are multiple, are free downtown uh, for anybody to enjoy, which which makes it a um, a good a good event for really locals and visitors alike. Well, do the uh, do the different musicians have uh, still have the meet and greet with fans, and is that do. an official part? Yeah, they that? do. Some of them do. Not quite as many as they used to have. Yeah. Um, but yep, they certainly do. That's in that Fanfare X area, which is in the Music City Center, our convention center down. I remember way back where they used to have them kind of all over town. It seemed like you, I know at Belmont, there was always a couple going on there and I didn't know if they'd centralized that or if pretty centralized to downtown. Yeah. Uh, But there are always, you know, surprise pop-up shows and um, everybody's all, you know, all the, most, all of the artists are kind of in town around that festival. So there are all kinds of um, surprises that happen and (laughs) it's a fun time to be here. What are some of the other festivals and events that happen in Nashville that are family friendly? So coming up, our July 4th event, um, our office happens to produce that event for the city. Uh, we produce 4th of July and New Year's Eve, which are the two biggest one-day events. Mm. And um, this year on July 3rd and 4th, we will have a free family fun zone downtown in uh, Walk of Fame Park, which is sits between Country Music Hall of Fame and the Arena and the Symphony Hall. Um, so that's always a good time for families to come down and enjoy. We have water slides, we have games and, um, food trucks and all kinds of fun things for families to do. And, uh, we, this year we will have the biggest fireworks show we've ever had in Nashville history, which is saying a lot because it's always us in New York fighting for the biggest fireworks show in the country. (laughs) So, um, that's a fun free event. Um, we have not announced our headliner yet. But um, always a big stage at First and Broadway um, with free free live music. And you're going to give us the exclusive as to who that headline I wish I could. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, and then New Year's Eve is another fun, fun big event um, that, that always has, again, a free event with entertainment and um, carried on television, as well as, you know, food trucks and um, fun interactive things for folks to come down and do as well. So those are two big one day events. In addition to a lot of smaller things, like I said, Musicians Corner, Live on the Green, um, you know, there are always kind of festivals throughout um, throughout the year that happen. I've been to New Year's Eve in Nashville and that I've never seen that amount of people downtown at one time. It was crazy. <laughs> well, it's, not, it's not downtown anymore for okay. that reason. It is out at um, Bicentennial Park. Oh, cool. So okay. It's right by the farmer's market which is another fun spot for families actually yeah absolutely um, uh so that's a um that that one we usually get about 100 to 200 people at that event okay and fourth of july fourth of july really takes over all of downtown we have different viewing areas and different parks um and you kind of see the fireworks from all over downtown so that one's um a little bigger but in terms of numbers usually 200 to 300,000 people Cool. There's a lot of families. You brought up the Symphony Hall. Will you remind me how to say, how to pronounce the name of the Symphony Hall? Skirmerhorn. Skirmerhorn Symphony Center. I will, I can never pronounce that name ever. (laughs) Yes. Rob wanted to say bless you after you said that. That's right. Um, I'll tell you what, that's one of my kids' favorite spots growing up was to go to the Symphony. Um, They don't 
you know, there's this misconception that they are only playing classical music, which is oh. not at all no, what happens no, no. in that building. Yeah. Um, our symphony has won 14 Grammy Awards, and um, they do everything from, of course, the traditional classical to specific kids' shows. And what my kids grew up loving was they um, uh, often show movies, and they play the classical oh, score yeah. to the film. So you sit in the hall and watch in this beautiful, incredible symphony hall and watch, you know, Star Wars or Harry Potter or Home Alone, whatever it might be. And um, the symphony is there playing, which is a great way to introduce that kind of music to kids. They don't realize they hear classical music all the time in their video games, right. in their movies. And um, that's a fun, a fun experience for families as well. For sure. The Nashville Symphony is just, it's, it, you, I, you can't say enough good things about them they are amazing year after year after year so well we have reached the most important part of the show (laughs) where we talk about food and nashville has no shortage of excellent restaurants what are some restaurants in town that families just they absolutely have to eat at while they're there there are quite a few um you know probably tops on the list would be arnold's country kitchen which is what we call here a traditional meat and three. Right. Um, and if people don't know what that is, that's a very Nashville term. Um, it's a traditional kind of cafeteria style. They serve certain meats that changes on different days. Um, what they're serving, it might be fried chicken, meatloaf, roast beef, and, you know, fried catfish. Right. And so you pick your meat and then you pick your three sides as a vegetable. And of course we consider macaroni and cheese to be a vegetable. Absolutely. So, who doesn't? Um, <laughs> the, who doesn't? That's a great spot for, um, for anybody really. Um, you'll see everybody in Arnold's from politicians to some of the best chefs in town, um, to Vanderbilt students, you know, tourists, um, so that's a great spot for sure. Elliston Place Soda Shop is also another longtime Nashville favorite that just um, moved into a, a new home a couple doors down um, from where they were originally and um, got a, a refresh and a revamp. Same menu, same sweet people working there and amazing service and incredible pies and milkshakes. Mm. Um, so that's a good family shop, uh, stop as well. Um, and then, of course, you have, you know, barbecue and uh, quite a few great barbecue spots in town. And um, Fifth and Broadway, which is a new um, new complex, yeah. literally at Fifth and Broadway, has uh, Assembly Food Hall on the top floor, Ooh. which has a lot of local restaurants yeah. up there where you can everybody can kind of find what they like, um, <laughs> whether you want pizza or sushi or uh, Thai food. Um, you know, wow. there's... Quite a few things to choose from, including um, you know, ice cream. So there's some some good stops up there where everybody can kind of pick and choose there. And there's live. You usually have live music playing on on their stages as well, which is fun. I've noticed a lot uh, just from I haven't. I was telling Dan offline again that this is the longest I've gone without coming back to visit Nashville. But I've in pictures and stuff I've seen a lot of rooftop activity that didn't used to be the case in in downtown Nashville. That is very true. Uh, Everything from along lower Broadway with the honky tonks, but also a lot of our hotels have some really fun um, rooftop bars, rooftop um, experiences on the, 
you know, on their, a lot of boutique properties, especially. Mm -hmm. Great views of the city. Well, we know that Nashville hasn't really stopped growing in what seems like forever. So <laughs> what is new for 2022? Oh my gosh, there's so much. So in 2020 <laughs> and 2021, we had over 200 new restaurants, um, bars, cafes, coffee shops open, which is a whole lot wow. during the pandemic. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of new food and dining and coffee shops come experience, certainly. Probably one of the most significant things that opened um, in a little over a year ago was the National Museum of African American Music, oh, which is okay. a part of that Fifth and Broadway complex. And it is as much a history museum, quite honestly, as it is a music museum. Hmm. Very interactive, very hands-on. You can have, um, and it goes through all genres of music, starting with, you know, slave songs, um, all the way up through gospel, through jazz, um, hip hop, rap, kind of any pop, any um, genre that has been influenced by um, African American musicians and mm. songwriters, and singers, which it's really every genre, every, right? Yeah, so there's a little real. bit of everything represented. There's some fun things in there. There's um, a rap battle, so you can <laughs> get in a booth and battle, do a rap battle, you know, East Coast, West Coast with. Um, with a friend or a family member. Um, there's a gospel choir where you can um, record yourself singing with a gospel choir. It's oh, on a green man. screen, wow. which is really fun. Um, you get uh, issued a wristband and you can create your playlist as you go through. Um, so it's a very interactive, really great music and history museum that is fantastic for families. That sounds incredible. Dan, the rap battle, you and me, buddy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You know, I'm the rap master. <laughs> uh, it's a lot of fun. So what are some of the surprising parts of town? Like if you're just coming to hit the tourist highlights, what are people missing? The botanical gardens came to my mind immediately. Cheekwood's a great Cheekwood, one. Yep. Yes. Cheekwood uh, guard, Estate and Garden has, uh, they have a lot of family programming. Yeah. Um, you know, things like, uh, especially again, seasonally, they have some family programming the home you can tour. There's an art gallery there. There's a, a sculpture walking trail, uh, botanical gardens, um, and it changes constantly. Every time you go back, it's mm. different because they're seasonally planting a different flower or, um, you know, whatever it, it may be that um, they have at the time. That's a great family spot. Right. Um, there's, um, uh, you know, one that, may or may not be surprising to people, the Country Music Hall of Fame and Museum mm -hmm. has that place is great. educational center. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, there's always great family programming in there where kids can learn how to play guitar or touch an instrument um, or hear a songwriter talk about writing songs. Um, again, depending on, on the age, that's um, sometimes a surprise to people that it's not just a museum. There are a lot of, they do a lot of family programming um, there as well. Um, the Tennessee State Museum is a free museum. Again, they do a lot of family programming there. Um, and that, um, you know, you're not, you're learning about Nashville, but really all of Tennessee's um, history right. at, at that museum too. Um, yeah, I think, and I think the symphony probably is one that I go back to that, that surprises <laughs> people. That was on, on my list to talk about for surprises. And you mentioned the Hermitage too. That that doesn't immediately pop up on a lot of people's radar, but right. that's a really cool place to go. 
and learn learn some history for sure. Yeah, there are a lot of civil you know civil war history here as well, civil rights history. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a really great civil rights room at the downtown Nashville Public Library, mm-hmm. and um, it is an incredible space to go learn about civil rights history. Um, in addition, a lot of people don't realize our um, our library has one of the um, biggest uh, marionette and puppet collections, and they have regular shows huh. for families that are free, and they can come enjoy on a really fun, neat stage um, uh, at the at the library, which is a, a fun free event for families too. That sounds. Like you fun. know, we were in the back to the Hall of Fame. We were there with some students, and we attended a songwriting seminar which was mm-hmm. really cool it was with I, I don't remember her name but she had she's written some hits she's been in some of the videos but uh it that was really cool and I, and I was like wow they do this kind of thing here you know like you said i thought it was a museum and yep. then all of a sudden they have all these other things there that yeah really that cool. most of our museums have some sort of programming in addition to yeah. just being a museum um there are often family programs that go along with that, which is really nice. Another one that um, people don't realize is here, the Musicians Hall of Fame and Museum is dedicated to um, studio musicians, so, mm. so session players. So you may not know, you wouldn't know their names, right. but you mm-hmm. know all the licks they played, mm. all the songs they played on, um, and you're looking at a, guitar, at a guitar, for example, going, oh my gosh, that's the guitar that created the lick for Pretty Woman, right? <laughs> yeah, um, right. <laughs> so it's this kind of Un, unnamed but well known all at the same time. Right. Um, yeah. And they have partnered with um, the Grammys and they have what's called the Grammy Gallery there. Very interactive. Kids can learn about what, what it means to be a producer, what it means to be a songwriter. They can get on instruments and actually play. They can um, be a DJ. They can stand up and, and see what it's like to be a background singer. So that's a fun interactive space at that museum as well. That is so yeah. interesting. I got to, you know, I want to give a shout out to RCA studio. I I know that's a big place for people to tour and we're talking about some of the other places that we don't know about, but that was amazing. Being a musician and, you know, Rob and I are both, we used to be in a band together and all, but I, you know, you're sitting in that room and they start playing into the world by Skeeter Davis. And (laughs) I, I was in the seat, you know, right on the end, which was about like maybe two or three feet from where she stood, you know, cause they have that spot in the yes. room. They say this is where they stood to sing <laughs> and you're listening to that song and you're, you're thinking, man, she stood right there. You know, and then there's Elvis's piano. It being a yeah. music geek is just, it's, it's, it's really nostalgic and it's amazing. It's a special place for it sure. It really is. Absolutely. Um, it's a very special place. A lot of people don't realize that um, Elvis recorded the vast majority of his songs in that studio. You know, he yeah. is, obviously understandably thought of with memphis but most most all of his songs were recorded in nashville and um, i think he recorded like 260 songs at historic rca studio b um it's for those kind of you know younger teenagers jack white just recorded his most recent music video in studio b so um there's um you know it's it is while it is a, a place to go tour and learn about history. There's still yeah. that's the you know I say that about Nashville all the time in general. It is a place to learn about music history, but there's also history in the making currently happening. Yeah, um, absolutely. And, and you can, can witness that as well. Well, and Dan and I again we're talking offline about 
the life the real lifeblood of Nashville and it's country music is obviously a big part of town but the songwriters themselves are the real treasure because they write yeah. for mm-hmm. so many genres of music and I, I worked for a publishing company or interned at a publishing company while I was in town and the amount of the amount of different genres that that you know have recorded and just been a part of Nashville's history it's it's if in, unless you just take that superficial view and you know, country music is great, and it's it's part of Nashville's history. But there's so much else that's that's a part of the of the town's history and culture. So much. I mean, you know, it, it's everything from you know Little Richard and um, Jack White to Justin Timberlake, who lives here now, to Cheryl <laughs> Crow, to obviously Taylor Swift. I mean, there's so much music. A gaming music, a lot of kids don't realize. Mm. You drive down Music Row, if you're a family, take a trip down Music Row and look for Ocean Way Studio. There is so much gaming music, gaming scores that are recorded in that studio. FIFA, Madden, Fortnite. Oh, wow. Um, it, it's, it's a town that um, is truly music of all genres. Now, I feel like I should have, because Belmont runs Ocean Way now, right? So I feel like I should have known that, but I had no idea. That's yeah. that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a, an incredible, they've recorded Star Wars, um, the most recent Star Wars EA Games um, score in there as well. They're in London is where they did that. Mm-hmm. Real quick, I just this hit my mind when we were talking about the different neighborhoods, and I wanted to ask you, does... Opryland, do they still run the water taxi from Opryland to downtown, or is that a thing of the past? Well, not, not a taxi. Um, the General Jackson obviously still runs, right. which is a fun family thing to do, too. General Jackson showboat. Um, and they do have shuttles that come downtown from, from gotcha. Opryland. Yeah. I couldn't, yeah. Rem- I couldn't remember if that was just on yeah. game day when the Titans were playing. I couldn't remember how that all went down, but I just yes. wanted to ask. <laughs> yes. Well, if you don't mind, we'd like to get a little bit personal. Uh-oh. <laughs> I want to ask you, what are your favorite parts of town and your personal favorite list of things to do and places to eat? You know, it's. I think it depends on what I'm in the mood to do, right? If I'm going to shop, I will probably hmm. go to 12th to 12th South neighborhood. Hmm. There's a lot of great boutiques there. There's great food there as well. Um, and um, a restaurant like Josephine or um, a brunch there. Well, they have a great brunch at Josephine, too, but Buttermilk Ranch is a new restaurant that just opened in the 12th South area. Um, Urban Grub is another great spot over there. Um, East Nashville, you know, for independent music and um, it took in a show at Basement East. Um, that's a fun a fun spot or doing some vinyl shopping at Grimey's over there. Um, and there's incredible restaurants there, too. Probably some of my favorite restaurants, personal favorite restaurants are in Germantown. Mm. Um, which would be like Rolf and Daughters or Henrietta Red um, or um, uh, Fitz and Taylor. There are quite a few great restaurants in, in that area of town. The area of town I live in is called Bellevue, which is a little further west, um, kind of a suburb, still Nashville, but a suburb of Nashville. And it's probably one of the faster growing areas um, for, for families, but honestly moving to town. Um, there's some, you know, fun independent restaurants out that way too. Corner Pub, um, Honey Fire Barbecue. Um, so yeah, it kind of depends what I'm, what I'm wanting to do downtown. Obviously I love, um, you know, my kids are older now, they're late teens. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, the Frist Art Museum, 
um, Lane Motor Museum, the Symphony, um, the Country Music Hall of Fame, the Grand Ole Opry. Those are all yeah. places I took my kids. They wow, we, we almost went the whole show without talking almost about the Grand Ole That's Grand crazy. Yeah. <laughs> That's, That's a, a great, great place. a great place, too. Yeah. That's amazing. Bellevue was home for me for about eight years. So that's, that's fun. And the Bellevue mall is not, is no longer there, right? It's an outdoor big outdoor mall, movies, food, shopping. Yeah. We we talked about the growth, but it's amazing. You talk about East Nashville, 12th Avenue, like what those neighborhoods, how they've evolved in the past, what, 20 years. It's really, it's really amazing. Nashville is just, it just keeps growing, keeps growing. It does. It does. Yep, it sure does. And, you know, the great part is people are just as friendly and um, as, as they always were. For so. sure. Well, for more information on visiting Nashville, consult your travel agent and go to visitmusiccity.com. Heather, thank you so much for your time and being thank on you. the show. Yes, thank you. Appreciate you both. Thank you. Hey, everyone. If you're ready to plan your next family vacation, call my dad. He would love to help you as a certified travel agent. He never charges a fee to help you plan your vacation. Email him at rjones at starstufftravel.com. Get started planning your vacation today. Well, that does it for this week's show. Please be sure to join us next week as we take a look at Bowling Green, Kentucky. We'll see you next time, friends. Thank you for listening to The Family Vacationer. Make sure and subscribe to hear more of Robin Danny.